Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Versa's Army. One day, the animals of Midnight Barbecue said, We don't want to live inside this mountain anymore. It reminds us too much of the dark days when the Witch of Westland ruled over us. We want a new home. So they decided to build a town in the woods outside. And they chose a spot near the lake where there had once been a Mimi village. They cleared the area and began building, and they called their new city Woodville, since it was in the woods. And one day Tiggum said, We're going to close up Midnight Barbecue for good and seal it shut. That mountain is too full of bad memories. And Doggy said, Wait, wait, wait! I have a feeling that we left somebody behind in there. And they said, No, Doggy, everyone is accounted for. Doggy said, But I have a feeling, Ruffy. All right, we'll let you go back into the mountain before we seal it shut. But there's really no one left inside. We brought everyone out with us. Kitty said, yeah, even hypnotizer. And Doggy said, thank you. And he put on his stupor suit and grabbed a flashlight. And then he went into the mountain all by himself. It was eerily quiet inside. He went, oh, this place is pretty ominous right now, Ruffy. Hello, anyone here? But no one answered, of course. Eventually, he journeyed down to the dungeons under the mountain, where Versa, the Witch of Westland, had once kept her prisoners. And he went, oh, Ruffy, this place is really creepy. But there's someone down here. I just know we left someone important behind. I can feel it. Well, the dungeon passageway was musty and full of cobwebs, like it hadn't been used in years. And all the dust and mold made Doggy's eyes water and his nose tickle. He tried to hold in his sneezes, but they exploded out of him. And because he was wearing his stupor suit, sometimes the sounds he made caused strange things to happen. When he went, his ears whirled around like helicopter blades and lifted him off the ground for a second. And when he went, He made a candy cane hula hoop appear on the ground in front of him. Ding! And then when he went, a bunch of pebbles lifted off the ground and flew through the air like bullets. Ouch, Ruffy! Oh, man, I hope I don't do something too dangerous or weird because of this stupor suit. Well, he kept walking, heading deeper and deeper into the dungeons. He stumbled across a couple of weathered skeletons. And then he stepped into a dark underground pool. Psh, brr. The water was icy cold. He pointed his flashlight into the pool and saw alien-looking white things wriggling around in the depths. Blind, amphibious creatures that had never seen the light of day. Oh, man. Then, on the far side of the pool, he saw a Mimi without wings lying asleep on the cold, hard ground. It was Versa, the false mamma, also known as the Witch of Westland. And Doggy went, oh, no, Ruffy, I forgot that mamma sent her down here. Oh, I'd better move away before I wake her up. So he backed away slowly, but then he felt a tickle in his nose. And he tried to hold in his sneeze, but he couldn't. And he said a weird word when the sneeze exploded out of him. And then Versa opened her eyes. And Doggy went, ah, and he almost dropped his flashlight. He was so scared. Versa stood tall and dusted herself off 
She said, thank you, hound dog, for saying the magic word to rouse me from enchanted slumber. Kerblooey? Yes. Oh, well, that was an accident, Ruffy. Uh, all I did was try to hold in a sneeze and the word burst out of me. Versa cocked her head, as if listening to something. Ah, she said at last. Yes, of course, the easy magic. For you playthings in your magic mountains, such magic abounds. Helpful items just appear from thin air, and time flows differently. A whole week can pass in an afternoon, or a day can fold back on itself and start over again. And you can just stumble upon magic words without even trying. I'm sure that food and medicine and enchanted golden backpacks just randomly appear out of nowhere for you and your friends. Doggy said, well, actually, Versa went, <laughs> powerful magic in its way. If it could be controlled, the easy magic would be almost as potent as the deep magic. Yet the easy magic can't be controlled. No more than one can force the direction of a dream. Useless in the end. Still, I thank you for waking me. For that, I may reward you in some small way. Perhaps I could make you my minion. Doggy said, oh, that's okay, Ruffy. I once thought I could learn to control the easy magic. Versa mused quietly, as if to herself. Now I know better. Being inside this mountain around all this easy magic has weakened me. I must leave. I will regain my strength through communing with the deep magic of outside, and all will bow before me and despair. She smiled cruelly. But first I must get my revenge on the animals of this mountain who betrayed me. Doggy said, Ah, oh, Ruffy, actually, all the animals who used to live here have left. They're building a new city outside. Really? How quaint. Well, I'll just grab my magic crown and show them a thing or two. Doggy said, Oh, do you mean the crown of creation? Versa's eyes flashed. Yes, what do you know of it, hound dog? Oh, Doggy backed up a couple of steps. I, I, I just know that it got taken and then it fell off the edge of the world. It's gone forever. Sorry. Versa swooned, nearly falling to the floor. No, no. In that moment, she looked utterly lost and forsaken. Doggy actually felt a little bit bad for her. She put her head in her hands and said, How am I supposed to take over the world and get my revenge on Mamma now? Uh, I don't know, Ruffy. Maybe you could just be... Nice? Versa took a deep breath and stood tall. No matter. I don't need the crown. I will find another way to get my revenge. She smiled at Doggy. Now take me to this new animal village. Okay. Doggy didn't know what else to do, so we led Versa to the new village. Everyone stopped their work and stared in horror when Doggy brought Versa to town. He said, Oh, hello everyone, this is Versa. Perhaps you remember her? <laughs> she used to be called the Witch of Westland. Um, well, anyways, I accidentally woke her up early from enchanted slumber. Sorry. Versa stepped forward. Foolish beasts! Now you will pay for betraying me! She pointed her hands at the village as if to cast a powerful spell. Ah! Everyone dove for cover. But no spell came. Only tiny sparks issued from Versa's fingertips, like little crackles of static electricity. She looked at her hands in wonder. Alas! 
It seems my powers have not yet fully returned, but they will. Froggy said, hey, good job with the growth mindset. Be quiet, plaything. Tickum stepped forward cautiously and said, uh, Miss Versa, if you aren't going to be nice, then I'm afraid you'll have to take a break in the timeout chair. And he pointed to a stump on the edge of town. Versa's weird, wild eyes flashed with anger. But then she smiled. Don't worry, I will leave your village. She turned and walked away into the woods. But I'll be back, and when I come back, you'll be sorry you ever crossed me. They watched her walk away, and then everyone went back to work. Texas Tommy, the orange donkey, was busy watching the paint dry on his new cabin, and he shook his head at Doggy and said, Watch who you wake from enchanted slumber next time, you wacky puppy. Sorry, Ruffy. They all hoped they would never see Versa again. But, of course, they were wrong. Versa stormed through the Westland forest, brooding on her misfortunes. And the oak tree stick people who lived in that part of the world fled in terror when they saw her. They informed their leader, King Greta, that a strange enchantress was haunting their kingdom. So Greta gathered his best warriors and confronted this mysterious invader. Halt, he cried, blocking her path. Who are you and what are you doing in our forest? <laughs> Your forest? sneered Versa. Puny twig, this whole world will soon belong to me. King Greta tried not to smile. <laughs> oh, really? And who are you? I am Versa the Mighty. But your ancestors knew me by a different name. Mama the Most Beautiful. She pointed her hands at the sky, and this time a little more electricity escaped from her fingertips. While all the stick people, even King Greta, bowed down before her. Oh, Greta said, I'm sorry, Your Majesty. I We had no idea. What is all this? Well, the legends say that you once gave our people a great many gifts and were declared the High Queen of our people. Kind of a goddess. Versa said, yes, that's true. So I am the true leader of the Oak Tree Stick people, not you. Greta took the wooden crown off his own head and handed it to Versa. Versa regarded the crown a moment before tossing it aside like a piece of garbage. She said, now I have a command for all of you. Anything, your highness. Talking animals have invaded the forest and are building a city. They are just over that ridge. You must kill them all. Greta said, well, why? Versa's eyes flashed. You dare to question me? Sorry, your majesty. Versa addressed the warriors. You are supposed to be the guardians of the forest. You know why you must kill talking animals. Now go! So Greta assembled his army and attacked the new village. Yeah! And the animals fled to Midnight Barbecue. Ah! And they sealed the mountain door shut behind them. <laughs> they would be safe inside for a little while. But then Pokey said, Oh no, we left Kitty and Doggy outside. They were on a scouting expedition. Tiggum said, They'll be okay. Doggy has his cuckoo suit and Kitty knows Kitty Karate. I'm sure they'll be fine. Well, the oak tree stick people surrounded Midnight Barbecue and fought to get inside. Yeah. On the first day, they actually made it through a window before they were beaten back. And a stick teenager got wounded in the battle. 
He was cracked nearly in two. And Bunny said, poor thing, we can't just let him die. So she wrapped the wounded warrior in bandages and took care of him for the next few days. Finally, after almost a week of trying, the stick people broke through the front door of Midnight Barbecue and entered the mountain. Yeah, The animals surrendered right away. And Versa strode into the mountain at the head of the army. She looked stronger now, more powerful. She said, excellent work, Greta. Thank you, your majesty. Now march these animals into the volcano. Uh, Shouldn't we just keep them as prisoners? They surrendered. Do as I say. Greta bowed his head. Sorry, your majesty. Uh, What should we do with our wounded? Send them back to the healers in our own land or make a field hospital here? Versa thought about this a moment. No, there is no need. They'll provide much needed fuel for the weapons forge. What? I can't use our wounded warriors as fuel. Versa turned on Greta. Her voice was dangerously low. If you defy me one more time, I'll throw you into the fires. Sorry. And now, Versa continued, I've just received word that our woodland forces have been losing a battle against that cute little super puppy and some obnoxious karate kitten. But all that is about to change. She turned and left the mountain. Greta was heavy at heart. He didn't want to burn the wounded stick people or the animals. But we must obey Versa, for she is our high queen, kind of our goddess. So he gave the orders, march the animals into the volcano, and throw the wounded sticks into the fires that fueled the weapons forge. But then a squiggly three-armed warrior rushed up to him. Uh, Your Majesty, or whatever you are now. Yes, Cora. We have a problem. We found a wounded warrior, but there's a rabbit guarding him with a sword. And she says we can take her to the volcano, but she won't let us take him. Kratos said, what? That doesn't make any sense. Take me to them. So Cora led Greta to the room where Bunny was staying. Bunny didn't lower her sword when she saw the king. She said, you can take me if you must, but I won't let you take Jota. He is one of your own people, and he is healing. Greta noticed that the stick teenager was wrapped in bandages. Bunny had obviously taken good care of him. The king closed his eyes. Who was the better friend of the oak tree stick people? Versa, who wanted the wounded to die, or this brave rabbit, who took care of a hurt stick person even though he was her enemy? Greta opened his eyes. His mind was clear. Ms. Rabbit, we would be foolish not to learn from your example of kindness. From this day on, we will follow you, the new High Queen of the Oak Tree Stick People. And the army said, yay, because they didn't like Versa either. And Bunny shook her head and said, no, 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 don't make me her High Queen either. Just rule yourselves again. Greta said, okay, warriors, let's go outside and help that poor cat and dog. Bunny said, please hurry. Well, Doggy and Kitty had been winning the woodland battle against the oak tree stick people, but then Versa joined the fight. She shot spells at them and sucked power out of the stupor suit. And she forced them to retreat all the way to the top of the Westland volcano. 
Red and orange lava bubbled in the crater behind them. They had nowhere left to go. And Versa approached them slowly, smiling wide. You will pay for your insolence. Your friends are my prisoners, and now you will die in the fires of Lavamuk. Suddenly, Doggy said, Oh, look, an army's coming. Maybe we're about to be rescued. But then he noticed that the approaching army was made up of oak tree stick people, and he went, Oh, never mind. Hundreds of stick soldiers marched up the volcano, and they stood in rows behind Versa. She laughed at Kitty and Doggy. <laughs> Here are my mighty armies. Behold them and despair. Doggy said, I'm despairing, I'm despairing. But King Greatas stepped forward and said, Versa the Terrible, the oak tree stick people will no longer serve you or worship you. Versa said, what? We renounce your mastery of us. Versa said, oh, then you will die. She raised her hands and shot powerful bolts of electricity at the stick army. Several soldiers fell, but the rest surged forward, and they pushed Versa over the edge of the crater and into the volcano. But just before she hit the lava, she stopped falling and just floated in midair. And then Mama appeared in the sky above. Mm, even now, Versa, I won't let you die. Will you renounce your evil ways and let me help you? Versa said, never! I won't rest until I destroy you and rule every world and become the most powerful goddess that ever existed! Mama hummed sadly. That I must cast you from this world forever, out into the really weird lands. Mm -hmm. Versa said, I'll find a way to survive out there, and I'll make my way back to this world and get my revenge. Mama said, mm, farewell, old friend. I'm sorry you chose this path. And then, Versa vanished in a puff of smoke as Mama exiled her to the really weird lands. And the stick army said, Hooray! Well, after that, the oak tree stick people and the Westland animals became friends. And the stick people helped to repair the damage they had done to the new animal village. By the end of the summer, the village was almost finished. Murr missed this whole adventure. Doggy told her the story when she arrived in Westland a week later. He said, and then Mama sent Versa out into the really, really weird lands. Mur said, huh, that's an odd move. Isn't that where the crown of creation is? But nobody listened to her. Well, that's the end of the story, Versa's army. The next story is called The Golden Tree. Goodbye.